The Donut Bag is brought to you by Penn Highway Marketplace, the marketplace for vintage goods, quality collectibles, and handmade crafts. It's where I get all my sports memorabilia. Go to facebook.com slash penhighway. That's facebook.com slash P-E-N-N-H-W-I and mention I sent you. I usually title these episodes something interesting or something that's or regarding what happened that week or something like that. I might title this one. This is the week the wheels fell off. Feels yep. like the wheels fell off this team. Yep. That's something definitely fell off. Yep. Um, let's <laughs> just <laughs> go ahead. What, what, what were you going to say? I mean, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, as of right now, they are out of a playoff spot. Yeah, that happened last night. Um, Florida won, beat uh, Detroit. I think it was 5-2. Um, I was watching that game at the same time we were watching Ottawa. And, um, yep, that happened. And there's a lot of games tonight that could affect our position as well. I believe Florida's playing again. Um, New York's playing. There's a lot. Ottawa's playing. <laughs> Washington's playing New York, Carolina, Florida, Philly, New Jersey, Senators, and the Rangers, or in the Islanders and the Rangers. It's, they're all playing. It's a met, it's a Metro night except for Pittsburgh. Um, Twelve games left is what the Penguins have. Twelve, and they are not in as of right now. Not in the playoffs. Wow. Wow. We did kind of predict this. Uh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> a wise woman once said the Penguins are not making the playoffs. And I said, I, I said, oh, you're crazy. Of course yeah. they are. Yes, you did say that. <laughs> it's still possible. It is still possible. But regardless, it's going to be a difficult, a difficult round for them if they do make it. Um, but. I know there's magic in this team. I see it. I think I might be the only one that sees it because Sullivan isn't seeing it and he's not utilizing his bench properly. Um, and I'm, I'm just getting frustrated with the same answers. Like I started watching interviews again and like to get, see how the players are. And I know it's all, you know, nonsense, whatever they speak. It's like they're speaking off a script. Speaking cliches and they seek it. Yeah. But one thing I wanted to talk about um, before we got into each game is something that I hear a lot of the players say. And I it drives me nuts. Um, this playing desperate hockey. Desperate hockey is not playing to your strength. You are scrambled. You're not thinking straight. And you make more mistakes. And at the end of this, when we cover errors, you'll see how 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 right I am in this area. We need this team to play motivated hockey so that they know what they're up against and their minds are clear. This desperate stuff isn't working. And I've been saying this for years. Desperate does not equal strength. Okay? Motivated. Let's play motivated. You're playing desperate. You get sloppy. You're rushed. And it's 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 ugly, um, and yeah, I don't want to hear another player say we got to play desperate. 
no, stop playing that way. Start playing the way you know how. Anyways, let's get into it. I don't know anything, but um, um, it seems like in hockey and other sports, when one player tries to do everything, that's when it all goes wrong. That player tries to do too much or doesn't do what they're, they're supposed to do, and it messes everything up. I, I mean, sure, but I, aside from maybe um, Zucker, I don't see anyone else trying to do everything. Like, I mean, Sydney has some good nights, but mostly not so good nights. Gino is an error machine. Um, I don't know, man. I This team, like we've been talking about it all season, this team lacks a heartbeat. It does not have a um identity it's just been you know hit and miss all season and i mean we went the last four games we're about to cover we lost all four um we've been playing we've been saying this all season there's something missing on this team there's something wrong the way it's constructed it's just not right it's missing something well, above and beyond, it's missing chemistry. And I, I watch a lot of people talk about how the top two lines are great. They're not, though. Like, they're absolutely not great. Because Sullivan won't find and stick to a lineup. Now, granted, I know we've had some injuries, but not to our core. We've been pretty lucky with our core players. And I, I really think that it's time for Sullivan to step out of his comfort zone and try anything because I don't know if you've seen my, my tweet from last night. Like I just had enough and it's like, I can't keep watching them do the same things over and over again. Um, you cannot find chemistry unless you work together for an extended period of time. You might hit some magic here and there, but it's not going to stay. It's not going to last. Um, and we know this team shines through adversity. They don't shine through adversity anymore. We have a lot to say about Sullivan, but we will get to that. So let's talk about these games. Because the last time we talked was last Monday. And in that time, they've played four games. And as you've said, they've lost four games. Let's start with Tuesday, the 14th uh, at home against Montreal. Starts with a two nothing lead. Looks oh no, like Jake, a blowout. Let's start right from the beginning. Jake scores twenty one seconds into the game. Looks like we're gonna like this is what we want to see from our boys. Then Gino scores on the power play, and then it just and then it just uh the let's see. Jari gave up, I believe, four goals on seven shots. He was pulled. Correct. Um, uh, They also did a wonderful thing that they've been doing all year. I didn't start the bingo card, but but it would have been almost filled. This I think this this game inspired the bingo card. They got. Okay, so so Gensel scores at as you say 21, 21 seconds in, and then at four forty nine in the first period, Malkin scores two nothing. Uh, 
40 seconds later, Mike Hoffman scores. Give up a goal um, right after you score a goal. Then in the first period, and then Montreal scores again, and then they score again, and then and then they score again at 1949 of the first period. Of, yeah, of the first period. Again, last minute of the period. Another thing they've done over and over again. If they're not scoring, if they're not giving up a goal right after they score one, and if they're not scoring a goal, um, um, at the last, if they're not giving up a goal at the last minute of the period, they are giving up third period goals, and that's why they're in the position they're at. That's why they're not in the playoffs. It's ridiculous. Yeah, well, we we went into this game. Montreal was uh, in twenty eighth place with uh, only twenty six wins. So we're going into this thinking, okay, this is going to be a cakewalk. Now, I think we we always do our kind of our predictions, and I said that out of the three games, we didn't include um, last night's game when we talked about it. I said it's going to – I'm thinking two and one. But then during the this game, we were talking. We always like we always do during the games. And I said if we, we were losing, I said if we lose this game, we're going to go lose all three. This is a – uh, momentum that this team fails to, you know, capitalize on. Um, they let the negative effect kind of draw them out. Um, it's 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 bad. It's just it's just so bad. There's there's no there's no chemistry on this team. You know what really hurt me? Mike Matheson. He what a what a what a miss. Horrible trade. Him. Horrible trade. He was phenomenal in that game. And you know what? Montreal looked better than us. Like they just looked more connected. They were fast. They were in sync. Sure. They're not, they're not having the greatest season, but you know, younger teams tend to take some time. Um, the only good thing that came out of this game was um, our boy Gremlin. Gremlin. For Gremlin. <laughs> the viewers. I've, I've, I've nicknamed him Gremlin um because of the captions on these things he went 12 <laughs> for 12 on the face-off on uh, face-offs which was uh, like delightful it's like okay so carter's not our only good face-off man now we've got two but then kind of he kind of dropped off in the coming game following games um this team is 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 just it's just really disconnected um you do not see passionate motivated play you see scrambled play um and desperate play and desperate play does not win hockey games. I don't care who you are. It does not win hockey games. It's going to be the theme of this uh, episode, but um, yeah, I mean, Jari still was still playing hurt. You can see it. Um, he does a big save. You can see how he's recovering from like stretching his body out and stuff. You can see the pain. Um yeah. Wait, on, on who? On Jari? Yeah, whenever Jari makes, he had a couple good saves last night, like big, big saves. And you could see how, like, when he stretches his body out, his recovery, like, he's kind of almost like slower to get back into his position. Um, that indicates to me that he's hurt. Oh One of the things God. I do is I study players to see if they're hurt. And opposing teams also do that. And they also take advantage of you when you're down and out. And when you're playing desperate, that you're just like, a, you're like, you know, the prey and the opposing team becomes a predator. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, after the game, 
Sullivan was asked if Jari, who has dealt with multiple injuries this season, including a hip problem, is still dealing with lingering aspects. Quote, he's fine from a health standpoint, Sullivan said. We're trying to get him up to speed here on the fly, and it's a bit of a challenge. We're working on it, trying to get him reps in practice. We're doing our best out there. Sullivan was reminded that the playoffs begin in a month and that it's probably not ideal for his number one goaltender to be in that kind of form. He said, quote, it is what it is. What the actual heck are we doing here? I don't even know how Sullivan's still employed by this team. He's he, after two back-to-back cups. Um, he couldn't even get through the first round with this team for five, now going on six years probably. Um, yeah, it's really, really bizarre to me. And it's definite that Sullivan's lost this room. He does not have these players. Um, so it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating as, as a coach because you know you see what needs to be done and you see it not being done by a professional. You know, it's not like one of those armchair, you know, Twitter coaches. Like I literally have studied this game for uh, three decades since I was a kid. And what watching Sullivan, like people are complaining about Hextall. Hextall can only do so much, right? It's the players on the ice and the coach behind the bench that have more of the hand in the play of the game. And Sullivan is hurting this team. He's not doing his job. And it's 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 enough's enough. And you know what, though? I, I do agree with him sometimes and not all the time what he says. But um, in this case, it is what it is. That's a terrible attitude. I think and, and you can see the Jari. You, you just gave evidence right there that Jari is clearly still hurt. And Sullivan says he's fine from a health standpoint. We're trying to get, we're trying to get him up to speed here on the fly. And it's a bit of a challenge. What the heck? So you throw him out there when he's not ready physically or mentally or whatever the heck's going on. And you're costing your team games. Get him more practice. Get him games in Wilkes-Barre. If he needs this, if he needs the practice, if he needs game conditions, don't throw him out there on a vital game where you're fighting for your playoff lives. And, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. And I mean, Casey's gotten a lot of slack, but he's also been really, really good for us and relying more on him probably would have been more wise in the sense that Casey seems to get better. The more he plays sure. He's let up some big goals. All goalies do. Um, and you can only, you're only as good as your, your, your worst, your best or your worst player. And like 96% of our roster is just not doing it. So, and yeah, yet there are people that say, well, that's all the players Sullivan has to deal with. It's not his fault. He's just, he's just dealing with the players he's dealt with. What do you want him to do? Really? Listen to this podcast for the last six months. We've been saying the same thing over and over again of all of his problems. Yeah, he just needs to reorganize his lineup. I'm telling you, you've got the, it's like a puzzle. When you look at a, a roster, it's a puzzle of pieces. And you want to find what pieces fit together best. You look for a strength in each player and a weakness in each player. And you don't want to have three players on the same line with the same weaknesses you know what I mean? You want to have them scrambled so that the uh, the one player with a good with with um, a strength, um, you know, offsets that other player on that line with the weakness, pulls that player up. You cannot 
do, we've said this before, you cannot win hockey games with one or two good lines. You need four. And they don't have to be the best lines. They just need to be connected and, 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 and you know, um, complement each other's strengths and weaknesses. And we don't see that. We see Sullivan going through, like, just, like, I just scratched my head. I'm like, this is, and you know, the most frustrating part is, you know, we're squandering the, the remainder, the last few seasons of, you know, the, the Pittsburgh big three or whatever it's called down there. Um, it's frustrating. It's so frustrating. Um, yeah, I've had enough. I, I want to talk for a second about the Montreal game and our errors because we had 27 errors in total, only nine turnovers, which was actually not bad. Gino had two of them, but he did have a goal and assist. So he, you know, he gets a pass. Patterson. Patterson had seven total errors. We had one turnover and six missed shots. Two came in one shift and four of those missed shots came in the second shift. Um, and that was the worst night for Patterson. Um, and then you've got Rust, um, Sydney, and Latang with three errors each. Um, which isn't the worst, but and when we're done all four games, wait till I tell you these totals. It's it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, um, Jeff Carter in this game was minus four and he only had 13 shifts. He played less than nine minutes and was minus four plus minus is a stupid cat, stupid statistic, but wow. Yeah, that's another knock at Sullivan. You're not bringing the best out of your players. Jeff Carter is not a terrible hockey player. In fact, he was a great hockey player. You don't just forget that. You get lazy. You get set into your ways. And, of course, age is a factor. But he's what? Only 30. What is he? 38? 37? 36? He's not even that old, and he's in great shape. He can be doing better. Um, And that's on him, and that's also on Sullivan. And it's also on the rest of the team and your captain. Get in there. Talk to your players. You know, <laughs> just give me this team finally, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This 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 was bad. Um, so then they begin their uh, New, York. New York trip. For st- I've I've never seen two games in in three nights against the same team at 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 their place. I've never seen this this scheduling quirk, but it is as Sullivan would say, it is what it is. Uh, Thursday, uh, the sixteenth, Rangers four, uh, Penguins two. Really, it didn't seem like the Penguins were ever in this. This seemed like a very boring game. A very I don't know. But th- at no point did it seem like the, the, the Penguins were actually in it. This the, the, it. it was closer. It, the, the score looked made it look closer than it was, but really they weren't in this. Two things on this game. Um, first of all, the Rangers had 24 total give- giveaways. Now, that would indicate, you know, some sloppy play, this, that, and the other. But they still managed to beat us. Goals only goes to show how disconnected we are because we should be capitalizing on those giveaways, Right now our pockets in our possession why aren't we doing anything with it another thing i've noticed in this game was joseph needs some better mentality training he's kind of gotten off of his focus and that can be rebrought to him there's a lot of pressure on him one of the younger players on the team he needs he definitely needs some 
um, some working with his, you know, his mentality and his confidence. And that's, that's really easy fix. Um, but it's been, it's been tough watching his fall. He's too young to be having this fall. This team is, is the problem. It's, you know, it's not so much him. It's just a collective that's happening And this. It's not just him too. Other players are, you know, falling apart at the seams too. But, um, when it's one of your young, younger, your young guns, you really got to capitalize, get on that early, or you could lose them completely. Lots of criticism on P.O. Joseph right now. I'm hearing a lot of just just people not just not happy with him that, that the, yeah, he has really fallen off in, recently. Yeah, um, this game was actually two to two in the third period. Jake, Jake scored at nine oh nine in the third period to yep. make it two to two. And then Chris Kreider uh, gets activated. He scores um, two minutes and three. 36 seconds later. So good job. Good job, Penguins. Not giving up a goal one minute after you score one, but only giving up a goal two minutes. Good job. Progress. Woo! I'm actually mad at myself because I made a bet with someone that Kreider was going to score the game-winning goal. And I only said that, like, facetiously. Like, I didn't even mean it. I don't like Chris Kreider. Never have. Um, And I don't know why I picked that name. And when he scored, I was just like, oh, Lord, have mercy on my soul right now. I didn't want to be right. I thought, like, I was, oh, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not picking who's winning, even though I still tend to be right. He's a, just, uh, he's a he's a he's a penguins killer. It seems like he seems like he scores a he lot of goals against penguins. Um, yeah, you should you should maybe have a gambling. <laughs> we should do a gambling segment or something like that. I don't know. I'm, that's kind of scary. Actually. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Um, yeah, I, 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 there's really not much to say about this game. It was just I, I mean, yeah, you know, OK, it was close, but then. It just it just didn't seem like really it, it just seemed like it was a foregone conclusion that the Rangers were gonna win. I don't know. Yeah, and, no, another... oh go ahead. No, you go. Um, and this killed their chances of catching the Rangers for third in the metro. This killed they them. Done. They could have done it. They could have, at one point they were like six points behind. They could have done it, and then they would have played probably the Devils. Now they're stuck if they make the playoffs playing the Bruins or or uh, Carolina. Sweat. Great. Okay, so in this game, uh, the first one of two in in New York, we had twenty six errors, fourteen turnovers, and twelve missed shots. Our biggest error makers, and I don't like using the word mistakes because it's only a mistake once. If you do it twice. It's no, it's no longer a mistake. It's a choice. So these players aren't choosing to clean up their shooting. They're not choosing to, you know, be more connected and communicate on the ice so that we're not turning over the puck. Uh, excuse me. We So we've got our big guns here for, and I hate to say it, but uh, Zucker and Dumoulin had uh, four errors each. And then we have Joseph, uh, Patterson, and Latang with three each. Um one player that's actually cleaned up his game the most is Sydney, believe it or not. And actually, at the end of the four games, when I go over total turnovers and missed shots, I do a breakdown of each player in those four games, how many they had in total. These numbers are going to blow your mind. They're going to disgust you, actually. So, um, yeah. So, New York, game two. Game two on Saturday. Six nothing. I forgot about that. 
six six nothing. A complete destruction was Jari pulled again in this game too. He was pulled. Again. He was pulled after Kreider's goal in the second period. Yeah, yeah. pulled again. Um. So Jari only gave up four goals on seventeen shots. Um, the Smith gave up two goals on seven shots. Uh, this was a complete and total destruction. Yeah, it was meltdown. They melted down. It was it was just brutal. Was this the game where? Yeah, it had to be. This had okay. So so after the game, Neon Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports asked the question of Sullivan. He said. This is kind of low-hanging fruit, and I ask this respectfully, but Jeff Carter and Brian Dumoulin have been on the ice for a lot of goals against for a while now, including a couple of pretty big mistakes in the third, in the first period. What are you seeing that keeps them in the lineup? Sullivan says, you know, you guys like to pick on certain guys, and you go to them all the time. We, mm-hmm. we respectfully disagree with you in a lot of circumstances. When goals are scored, we look at a lot of the details on the hows and the whys. The reality is it's more than one person, for the most part, when goals end up in the back of your nets. So I think those are easy guys to pick on. But I will tell you that uh, what I but what, what, but what I will tell you is what, all year long, we put them in difficult circumstances. Those guys play against top players in defensive situations all the time. Carts going in tonight's game is six in the league in face-off percentage. Uh, <laughs> sixth overall. <laughs> he emphasized that. Sixth in the whole league. <laughs> and that is important. Very, hey, Solomon, very, very... are you watching? Are you watching this podcast or something? <laughs> um, he wins a lot of face-offs. When we win a face-off, we don't gain the blue line. There are a number of circ- where there are a number of circumstances that are involved here. It's not just any one guy. So what I would say to you guys is it's easy for you to pick on one or two guys. And I will tell you that I respectfully disagree with all of you. Are we making some mistakes? Sure. But when you <laughs> but when you get put in those situations, as often as those guys do, there was a stretch of 20 games leading up to the last where they were doing a pretty admirable job in the same circumstance. So I understand your question, but I think the answer to the question is a little bit deeper than just scratching the surface like you guys do it's never any one guy's fault when those things happen it's a team game out there there's yep. six guys on the ice it's all yep. those guys responsibility to execute and we didn't do it in certain situations and i 100 stand by sullivan's comments on that he is okay. absolutely right when i look at these players and i say okay so carter isn't so good offensively or defensively for that matter but he is our face-off specialist. We need him. We need him for difficult in difficult moments to make sure we get that face-off win. And that is so important. I'm okay with Carter being a fourth line center, getting minimal ice time, but brought on for that. I, you know what? I totally support it. We need him. As for Dumoulin, lots of pressure on that poor boy. And um, he sometimes has some rough games, but he's not our biggest mistakes i'll use sullivan's word mistake makers he is not his game is actually far more cleaner than some of our big big guns so i completely understand where sullivan's coming and this is what drives me crazy with penn's twitter is because they all repeat each other and it's like none of them actually take time to see 
know what they're talking about. It's frustrating. I'm not, I'm not going to get into that today, but what Sullivan said was hundred percent correct. Every player on the team plays a role and it's a collective, it's a team effort. Um, so people that don't quite understand the game and maybe have never played it or just casually watch it, they're not going to understand that. They're thinking, oh, these are all stars, they're paid millions of dollars, they should be on every single night. Well, there's a lot of factors that play into that. And I wish fans would have more of an understanding with regards to that, because, you know, if any of these players are on, you know, scrolling around on on uh, social media and seeing all this, that's going to get in their head and it's going to throw them off too. Fans need to be a little bit more supportive. I understand their frustrations. Trust me, I'm, <laughs> whew, I'm quite frustrated myself. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you're a fan, you're the, in for the wins and you're in for the losses, the losses. It's, it's just no one side. You know what I mean? I am trying to find out, like, what his face-off percentage has been lately. I can't find that information. Uh, but anyway. He's been um, great. I think last night he, or last night he went 100. I, I could keep track of it, but. I think- Peng, um, Penguins, Twitter. The media, maybe fans, are like piranhas. They, I don't even think most of the media know what they're talking about, and that's no offense. I know, but they're but they, but they all do one thing. They find one thing, a target, and they all go to it. They all attack it. Someone says, "Well, Jeff Carter's bad." Oh, it's all Jeff Carter's fault. Well, Dumoulin, Dumoulin messed up. Oh, it's all Dumoulin's fault. It's all Hextar's fault. It's all Hulk Sullivan's fault. Oh my God! It's everybody. It's it's all the same thing. After every game, it's all a group collective and this mob mentality of oh, somebody says it and they must know what they're talking about. So we're all gonna say it and we're all gonna just attack the same thing. Yeah, it's like they can't think for themselves. Like, and, and aside from that, a small percentage of players or of, of people that actually think outside the box, like yourself, myself, I'll be honest, I have most of Penn's Twitter, Twitter muted because it's like so frustrating because I feel attacked when my players are attacked and I want to go to war with these fans. And then I take a step back and I'm like, hold on, this is just Twitter, Jen. This doesn't matter. Keep your, save your thoughts. You know what I mean? Like, you're absolutely right. It doesn't matter. It's just Twitter. That is the best thing ever. It does. It, it's not real. It's not. It's, and it's not like real. it's it's fun. That's the reason I went to Twitter was to to talk hockey. But I, I've yet to find it. And, I mean, and this is from the mayor of Twitter. This is who's, who's the best Twitter account in Pittsburgh. I'm yeah. telling you, that doesn't matter. Nope, doesn't matter. Um, um, Good. Yeah, just going into this six uh, zero game. Um, Sydney had zero shots on goal. Sydney wasn't playing. There was a, a point where he went on to they went on because I, I see people comment, oh, Sydney and Malkin are playing brilliant hockey. And I'm like, no, they're not. Um, they have moments and they're more than capable to be phenomenal, but something's missing. Um, I didn't like the lineup, the rest, uh, Sorry, rest on uh, with Dino and Zucker. No good. Get that out of there. Launch it to the moon. I never want to see that again. Um, but we 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 need to have our, the players playing. Why is my nose switchy? Playing to their their potential every night, regardless is where you are. You need to play your position, and um, we're not seeing that every night. I'm not, anyways. And um, in this game, we had a total of 24 errors, um, and. Uh, we had Gino and Gensel, uh, Gensel with four each, 
And then we had Rust and Raquel with three each. So, you know, oh, there's our top two lines. They're a flawless. They're the best, says media. And But they're, they're really not. They're not. They could be better. They could be organized better. Um, so, yeah, frustrating. Nine turnovers, 15 missed shots, and 24 errors. So the least amount of the last three or the prior two. But still, if you don't show up to play, you're not going to win. If you don't put that puck on the net, you're not going to score goals. And I'm pretty sure Sydney knows what it takes. He won the Rocket Richard, what, twice in his career? One actually in the last few years. What a highlight that was. But, you know, when you're beat mentally, you're not going to win. And uh, we need to see a little bit more from Sydney. I'd really like to see that. One thing that hasn't we haven't talked about is basically 66% of the defense is gone. Um, it's not a Heather- really bad thing. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm okay with it. You're, didn't like, didn't like Dumoulin and, and Petrie playing together. Didn't like, I mean, I, Rewiddle's back, but um, I mean, Pedersen's now gone. Uh, Pedersen's gone. Kulikov is out. Petrie is out. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, and and somebody else. Somebody else has a big play. It's, it's it's basically. Um. So so right now the defense is Pio Joseph and Latang. Oh, Ruda. Well, yeah, yeah. Ruda's out too. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Pio Joseph and Latang, Dumoulin and Ruedel, and Mark Friedman and T- Taylor Fadoon. Um. Ty Smith is unfortunately has a facial fracture, so he's out. Like there, 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 there were defensemen in Wilkesbury that are that are also injured. So just really bad injury luck. But maybe that's, that's not the this worst. This is something that we need, though. Okay, because you brought back Ruido, who hasn't been getting all the ice time. That should fire him up. You brought back Friedman. That should fire him up. Fadun's up. He should be raring to go. I'm so sorry. I'm having an allergy attack. Um. I'm getting so fired up. My nose is like burning off. Um, <laughs> this is a time like Sullivan took a risk here. He played Joseph up with Tanger on the first pairing. I don't know how much of that, that actually happened through the game. Cause Sullivan has this thing where he doesn't like being consistent. I wonder why the team isn't anyways. Um, play around with that because you know what? I think I have more confidence in the six we had last night than I do the other ones because I don't think they were working for us. And like I said, you know, the players that don't play the most, they have more incentive to, to, to play so they can play more. You understand what I'm saying? So you want to hear a joke? Yes. Look at Kasperi Kapanen's um, stats. I saw I saw. <laughs> he has four goals in the last 10 games. <laughs> now, that's, with a pretty like subpar team in St. Louis, I think that is a, that is a huge wake-up call with regards to the problem that lies in Pittsburgh. This Sullivan is not running his bench. He is not bringing the best out of his players. Um, we see it every night. We're seeing it on the score sheet. Uh, and Kapanen just proved it. Kapanen was a, a heck of a hockey player when he wants to be. He's now in a position where he can shine. It's, it's, it's frustrating. And it's like, you know, like, okay, move. Okay. You know what? We got to move past the players we've lost. They're gone. 
crying about them is not going to help us, right? I'm not saying you were crying about Kapanen. I, I'm the one crying. Actually. I just thought it was so funny when well, I saw that. Indication that it's indication that it's literal evidence that what is happening in Pittsburgh is affecting our players. We're bringing them down. So when people complain about Casey or, or, or Brian Dumoulin, it's like, well, let's look at the big picture here. Is if Kapanen really- goes and succeeds somewhere else, that is a major that 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 is just a huge black whatever whatever you want to call it, huge blemish on blemish. on the penguins huge. that that look at McCann McCann didn't do so well here and he's blown it up in Seattle I don't know I you don't know yeah well <laughs> that that was a bad judgment call by Hextel we know that was Hextel yeah. right yeah that was Hextel yeah um he. Yeah, him and him and him and Burke, I think, are gone at the end of the season. I know we re- just re-signed Sullivan, extended Sullivan for three years. Either Sullivan stays and he clears out his his um his assist as assistant coaches and brings in someone that um can do a better job. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so that's uh, the only reason I see Sullivan staying. But goodness gracious, um, Hextall needs to be fired the second the season is over he i should do have been not, fired the day after the trade the deadline. trade deadline yeah i do not want to see that guy overseeing this off season no no enough with the old people enough with trading 28 year old matheson for 35 year old petrie or however old they are that no enough enough for trading for 31 year old gremlin enough enough bring young people into here yeah, it's really important. It's really important because this team is just going to falter in the next two, three years. That we, while we still have Sydney, Gino, and Latang, like they're getting older, our team needs to get a bit younger. This has been called the second worst team in Crosby's career. The first, first was one? his 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 rookie year when he was when Mario was still around and had that really crappy team. Um, so this is. This is the second worst team out of the last, what, 17, 18 yeah, 18, years? 18. So you know what? This team isn't even that bad. It, like I said, there is magic here. They're just not being motivated, and they're not being handled properly by Sullivan. We see flashes of it. We see this team dominate in some instances, but they've got lost their their – They've got no mentality. They've got no, you know, winner's mentality. And that can be brought out because every single player on this team is a winner in my book. Right. So it just really comes down to, I'm so sorry about my nose today. This is so embarrassing. (laughs) You're fine. You're fine. It's It's it's... so itchy. I just want to scratch it. Um, They, uh, yeah, I think. I don't know. I'm going to sound crazy, but I, I could take this team to the Stanley Cup final. You just really got to work with your players. You got to work with them. You can't have 15 minute practices or calling off practices. You have to practice more. If you're not playing as well, you need to be practicing more. That's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. So on to Monday, March 20th in Pittsburgh against Ottawa, an absolute must win game. So, of course, they lose. Uh, they lost two to one, which puts them out of the playoff spot. Now, this was this is basically uh, what can, can 
<laughs> what? What? I'm just laughing because when we were talking last night during the game, I'm like, this is painful. I'm like, they look like scrambled eggs. I'm like, whoever scores first will win the game. And then and like you three were right. later, you're like, uh-oh. And I hadn't seen the goal yet because I stream it, right? So I'm delayed and I'm like, what? What? And then they scored, and I'm like, oh, man, shut your mouth, Jennifer. Stop talking. Um, this was called an unlucky loss. They they actually played pretty well. Very well. It just didn't happen. And, and it, you know, it happens. You, you have games like this. But the problem is when you lose to bad teams like Montreal and who the, the in Anaheim and Vancouver and all those other situations, then that then losses like this really, really hurts. And when you oh. lose two to one, it just really, really, really hurts. They 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 lost to Dylan Ferguson. Now this was Dylan. That was first that was game. Ottawa. That's his first game of this season. It's his second career season or second career game. Um, but he saved 47 shots. He stopped 47 shots. At a 48, and I think uh, Ottawa went around 18 shots in total. I can't remember. I I, I stopped. I, I gave up. Very few, one. very few shots Ottawa had. That was uh, one thing. It's like, well, Jari played well. It's like he really wasn't tested though. It was no. all the Penguins were dominating. Huge. They were everything. I've got. They were scrambled and very disconnected, but it did have a playoff feel. This was not that desperate play. They were playing more motivated, but the lack of chemistry is a huge problem. And I'm gonna know what they didn't have. They yes, you have a lot of shots, but they weren't a lot of contested shots. People weren't going to the net. There was not a lot of net front presence. So they were easy shots. Yeah. No, you need to have quality shots. It's really important. If you're going to put the puck on, you got to make sure sometimes you got to take that extra half a second um, and uh, make sure you line yourself up because just whipping the puck at the net, I mean, without any power on it, it's easy for the goalie to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) um, And then so why was Nylander out? Do you know why he was removed? From because he's young. Game? Because he's young. That's why you can't have a, you, you know, Sullivan doesn't like young people. Um, yeah, the the bottom six was um, Heinen. Paling is now your third line center. Um, Heinen, he Paling, and Granlund. Gremlin. Um, and then the fourth line is O'Connor, Jeff Carter, and Archibald. Yeah. No, I would have gone... Um... Heinen, Carter, Archibald, um, O'Connor, Gremlin, Paling, or Switch, whatever. Gremlin's better on the face-off than Paling. Um, you need bigger bodies and more experienced bodies in the center, period. But I really want Rust off the top. I want him down. I want to, like, kind of bleed some goodness because Rust isn't totally – isn't bad. He's not a bad player. Um, he's not as playing as good as he can. He is so, so sloppy lately. Um, but I think a change would be good for him. He's just not having a good year. Oh, he's, not, oh, sorry. he's just not having a good year. Um, so um, uh, Shabbat of uh, Montreal of uh, Ottawa scores at 1646 in the first period. No goals in the second period. Ricard Raquel scores at 14:39 of the third period we're tied one to one we're getting a point out of this at least yes yes we need that point we, we're going to overtime and we take uh, a penalty 
and then and then Ruedel takes a penalty, which just was is a killer. During the ensuing shorthanded situation, Rust failed to make a clearing attempt. Then he gets injured blocking a shot. <laughs> Paling loses a stick, and they score. And it was all Dumoulin's fault, according to Penguin's Twitter. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> definitely not Dumoulin's fault. This is uh, Mike Sullen's fault. There's no connection. This team does not believe in each other. They do not have that family team mentality. It is just a slop show, and it's exhausting. And clear you the to- puck, dude. Just clear the puck. What are you doing? What's happening? Clear the puck. I'm so sorry. You're fine. Well, You're fine. Oh, I don't know. I, my nose feels like it fall off. I have really bad allergies, and I guess the second day of spring. You're like, allergic. Hey, you're allergic to sloppy hockey play. That's the problem. I'm We're talking about moving. the Penguins. <laughs> um. So yeah, in last night's game, we had 19 turnovers, five from Gino, four from Latang, three from Zucker, two from Jari, and those are the worst. Um, it was brutal. Uh, 32 errors in total. 13. Uh, 13 with 13 missed shots we have uh, gino and Latang in first with five errors each we have rust with four errors each three of those being missed shots because he's got to tighten up his shooting rust brian you need to tighten up your shooting so desperately and then we have uh zucker and gensel with three points three uh errors each so again our top two like two top top two lines and then our, our defense. I can't get mad. I can't. I honestly can't get mad at at Latang because he plays with so much heart. He gets a little sloppy and ahead of himself, but I think he he's one of our hardest working players on the he ice. Played twenty nine and a half minutes. Yeah, he's phenomenal. He's been phenomenal. He's gonna get tired. I'm so sorry, but yeah, it was just you know I I I, I kind of go easy on on Latang because he shows the most heart of all our, our players like Gino could be non-existent um Sydney can be non-existent uh you know he was better on the face-offs last night sure but then he had no errors but he only had two shots on goal and I didn't really feel he was his heart was in it he wasn't really playing you know the way we know him and love him to play so. here's a crazy idea why not put Granlin on that first line and move Russ down to the third line no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, we could put anyone up. We could put O'Connor up. We could put Paling up. We could put Heinen up. We could put uh, Archibald up. We could put Nylander up. We could, you know, call the Leafs and ask for the other Nylander because that would just, oh, mama. Um, so I don't know if you know, but um, William Nylander is my favorite player in the Leafs since Joe Thornton hasn't retired but isn't playing i had to pick a new one and i've loved neil anders since he played junior anyways yeah there's so many possibilities that they can do with this lineup we're just not seeing it sullivan's stubborn that's it chemistry no chemistry no chemistry it's just like it's it's exhausting it's the same thing over and over again sullivan Um, would rather be stubborn than win games it It sure as heck seems that way it sure as heck seems that way and then he's a little attitude and argumentative in his post, uh, his uh, post. What are they called? Post game press conference. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that one time, I was a hundred percent with him. But other times, like it is what it is. Like no, bro. Yeah. Fix it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So looking at this week, 
Let oh me boy. just go over. Let me go over. Oh, I'm sorry. Total, total. Yeah, go yeah. over total. So this is going to. Okay. Are you sitting down? Okay. I am sitting down. So we had a total of 109 errors. In four games. In four games. Okay. So 51 turnovers and 58 missed shots. I'm going to just quickly go over each of the main guys, and then I'm going to do a total for everyone. Okay. So Gino and Latang had nine turnovers each in those four games. Uh, Zucker had six and Rust had five. That's as far as I went. Um, there was a couple fours, threes, twos, ones, whatever. Uh, Sydney had one turnover. Like I said, Sydney's been cleaning up his game, but I would rather you make more mistakes, Sydney, than not try. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, missed shots, 58. We have Pedersen in total in, in first with nine. To be fair, six of those came from one one period. Um, second, we've got Rust and Gensel with seven. They should never be on the same line ever again. For that reason alone, not for the fact that there's no chemistry. You can't have that many errors on one line. And in third, we've got Raquel with six. Now, sorry again, I'm such a mess. I did a total because this is the most errors we've had in four games. Um, um, Latang had a total of 13. Rust, um, Patterson, and Gino had a total of 12. Zucker had 11. Um, Gensel had 10. Raquel had nine. Sydney only had four. But again, I, I want to see him play rather than be worried about the, the mistakes he's making. Make all the mistakes you want. Just get your heart into that game. Get your head into the game. Anyways, so now we're at a total of 1,571 errors on the season, which works out to about 22 per game. So we're Crazy. consistent there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Oh boy. Moving, moving ahead. You said. Moving ahead. Uh, so this week, the rest of this week on Wednesday, they're at Colorado and then Thursday at Dallas. I don't know my geography that well, but Colorado and Dallas aren't that close together. Mm-hmm. It can't be more than a two hour flight. Uh, I oh, good question. I would like I would to know. find I've out. I've never done that. Like, um, and then home to to Washington on Saturday. So we'll beat Washington, maybe Colorado, but I don't think we'll beat Dallas. Or we're just going to go zero and three again. But I really, I really think that we're going to see different a different team. I think they're they're going to you know have this day to reflect and be like we're better than this because they are better than this. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna go two and one, two wins, one loss. I'm going one and two, and I don't even know about that. I mean, they can't go, they can't go zero and seven. They 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 just can't, you know, lose seven games in a row, right? Because they've never done that this year, except for several times. (laughs) I'm like, Um, let me check them out. Listen, I'm going to say this one more time because I don't know who's watching these, but hopefully someone is. Maybe it's Solomon. Seems to be quoting me lately. Um, <laughs> get rid of the desperate play. Get rid of that mentality. Play focused, motivated hockey, inspired hockey. Do what you do best and spread it to every player on this team because you guys are more than capable. 
And I know you're more than willing. So get over whatever happened in the past and start tomorrow as a new day. You've got 12 games left. Am I right? 12? 12 yes. games left? Left? Let's win them all. Let's win them all. They have never been this far out of the playoffs this late into the season. We've said this a million times. It's a wake-up call. It's 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 gut check time, whatever. How embarrassing would it be if they didn't make the playoffs? With, with for them or the, for me? For all of us. <laughs> I mean, <come> on, <laughs> um, how embarrassing would it be? Well, it would suck because it would end their streak. But who cares about a streak? Oh, you've made the playoffs every year for your whole seat career. Yeah, who but cares? Who what cares have you done about, with that's it? a stupid streak. Yeah. It really is. It really is. But maybe they need it. Maybe they need it to be like, okay, we can't just coast. We need to fight for this. But it's not too late. It's not too late. We can still fight and we can still make a push because all they need to do is believe in each other. Even if you don't believe in Sullivan, believe in each other. Get her done. And for the people that say, maybe it's better they don't make the playoffs because they'll get Connor Bedard. Not no, it's, that's not happening. Not a chance <laughs> that's that's not definitely a, not coming to Pittsburgh. If they don't, if they don't make the playoffs, they would have like a three percent chance of of getting it. Maybe, stop it. Yeah, no, stop it. There's there's no benefit to me. And not relying the on a on a on a first round pick, it's not always doesn't always work out. So I I you know tanking. I, I'm so I hate hearing people say that. Oh, let's tank for whoever. It's like, ew. Like, they what? really should do something about that. It's a really bad look when teams they don't teams don't lose on purpose, but team but ma- but management and ownership tries to make it so that their teams lose on purpose, and that's disgusting. That's sh- that is that is totally against the spirit of the game. Absolutely, completely. And it bothers me even more when the fans talk about it, and it's just like, no, this is a bad look. And you know, the players don't want that. The players want to win. You yeah. know, it's, it's not fun watching a collapse of a team. But I, I'm hopeful, and I know you're the optimist out of the two of us here. But I am hopeful that we can go ten out of ten wins out of the next twelve games. I there believe. is one factor, there is one player that can make it all better, and that's Jari. If mm-hmm. Jari gets hot, this team can can recover, and this team can do better. Or if we go on an offensive run and our big jets, I'm I'm like literally my nose is going to start. Or, um, or here's a crazy just, idea. Maybe play some defense, or just score all the goals. Like just rock it. When you got that puck, you move it to the net and you put it in. And you use your best shots and you give it to your your. You just do it and, and make it a deficit. So it's like ten goals, and the other team's like, how do we get to that? You know, I I believe in this team. I I'm a fan of this team, and I believe in this team, and I want to see this team end the season. Even though I said they probably won't make the playoffs, and I mean that's still very possible, I still know that this team can do it. I've been studying this team long enough to know what they're capable of. I think they've just forgotten, and um, it's time to remember. You know, remember why you're there, why they're there. What do you think they're thinking right now, the players? Um, <laughs> Uh, you put me on the spot here. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just two different directions here. Um, I, I'm thinking that they are feeling low. 
they're not proud of themselves. I've seen a, 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 a shot of Sydney on the bench last night and he just looked so despondent and I almost cried. Um, I just, I couldn't, I can't, you know, they feel defeated. Um, they don't, they don't believe in each other. They don't believe in themselves and they feel like it's just too big of a cliff, um, to climb at this point. But yeah, Sullivan's got to get on that because it's not the case. There's, there's magic on this team. I, I, I believe it. Uh, I, I probably already know the answer to this, but do you watch the show Ted Lasso? Who? Or have you have you heard of it? Ted oh, Lasso. I don't, I don't have cable. Okay. Um, it is about a and an, it is a fictional story about an American um football oh, it's coach. In Philadelphia. No, it's not in Philadelphia. <laughs> it's oh. America. It's an American uh, football coach that um. Oh got that 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 became the coach of a english soccer team and he doesn't know anything about soccer but mm. they all rally around him and they, and they all do better because because they believe probably can't see that he yeah, just put up a sign he just put up a sign in the locker room and it just said believe that's what you need to do you and need the power to believe. of believe is probably the one of the most powerful things you can do is believing when you believe in something it's not it's not you know seeing is believing it's believing is seeing if you believe in yourself and each other anything is possible and i'm sitting here to say i believe in all of you yes even carter yes even dumalin and you know gino i i, I believe that he can give us a hundred percent for a full game i believe i i believe and uh also, there was a song from the Beatles that said, the movement you need is on your shoulders. Yeah, beauty. We'll see. That should be the name of this podcast. Okay. Believe. Believe. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like I like ending on a, on a positive note. So. <laughs> it's, I'm tired of getting angry and it's not helping. So there you, you know. go. Let's, let's be positive about let's it. Let's put that out into the universe that this team is capable and they're they're going to go on a late march of the penguins run. We'll see. We'll see. Just, just believe. Just believe. All right, buddy. Hey, I'll talk yeah. to you next week. All right. Okay, bye. Ciao.